0: Hey, this is Marilyn Gigliotti.
1: Hey, this is Brian O'Halloran. Hey, everybody. My name is Scott Schiaffo, actor best known as the Chulies Gum Guy from the film Clerks. And welcome to Clerk's Minute.
2: You're listening to Clerk's Minute.
1: And I'm not even supposed to be here today.
2: Minute, The show where we break down the 1994 Kevin Smith Classic, one J stealing food, minute at a time. Hi. I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. And on the line to finish up Star Wars Week, we have the one and only from Star Wars Minute and the Godfather Minute, Alex Robinson. Alex, how you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. Hello, everyone. And, In podcast um, land.
2: Yes. Welcome to our show and welcome to the end of Star Wars Week. Um,. Where we actually had Pete on our last episode, so this is pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I'm the cleanup man.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. well, it, it it is Friday in our world, so that's not a bad thing. Sometimes we are here. Oh, pl- and uh, oh,
0: and by the way, on a personal note,
2: my uncle would have enjoyed the Godfather minute.
1: Oh, uh, that's that's good to know.
2: Yeah, so so with my grandfather. My grandfather's favorite movie of all time. Yeah.
1: Sounds like your uh, grandfather and uncle were like really cool that they they got into podcasts. That's kind of unusual for uh, well, my older grandfather
2: people. my grandfather passed away a decade ago, but and my oh,
1: uncle boy. passed
0: away last year last October.
2: But still, they would have. They, they, my grandfather though was a huge Godfather guy. Like he always joked about it that it was home movies. So, <laughs> so did my grandfather yeah.
0: actually? He actually he came from Sicily when he was young.
1: Now did they grow up together? These two guys? No, no, not even close. <laughs>
2: It's It's funny how that happens, you know? (laughs) All right. So we are talking about minute 32 of clerks, where we are continuing our conversation about the contractors on the Death Star in Return of the Jedi. And we actually have the guy called Blue Collar Man talking to Dante and Randall on his opinion. First of all, Alex, where do you stand on the um, contractors on the Death Star in Return of the Jedi?
1: Um, I guess. Well, it's tough. I I guess I kind of agree with um Dante and uh, Blue Collar Man in that you know you take the risks uh when you when you take the job. And I also I guess because um, every time I've had to hire a contractor, it's been a uh, horrible ordeal. So I guess I'm not so upset if a bunch of them get blown up in the in a, a Death Star. So. <laughs> <laughs> no offense no offense to any contractors out there i'm sure i'm sure there's some plenty of wonderful contractors but uh i' i't no none of them i've worked with yet
2: yeah we have a good one from our family that uh, not in our family but a family our family contractor i should say who's actually a really nice guy he just came and took our fence down to help our neighbors out, which was nice.
1: Oh, see? And we so, let yes. the
2: Handy Mandy jokes fly fast and loose with this guy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Quick um, note, we have a nine-year-old little boy in this in this house, so he was obsessed with Handy Mandy for a long time. So, so, so was my <laughs> uncle. Well, it helps that we had a little boy in the house, so he was obsessed with it. So.
1: Do you think um, Handy Mandy would have accepted the job working no, he, for the
2: Empire? No, he is way too good of a person for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I
0: think the tools would have talked him out of it. Yes,
2: definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so we were um, in conversation. They were talking about in the movie about a, a <laughs> what was it, Babyface Bambino? Yes. Kyle, that yes. the mm-hmm. the and we actually I had to look it up because I really wanted to know if this is based on a real person. And yes, there is indeed a Babyface Bambino Nelson that was a Chicago based in Chicago, weirdly enough. It was a, who was a gangster and a bank robber. He was um, killed at the age of 25. <laughs> but he was a gangster out of Chicago. So I think this is what this is based out of.
1: Well, wait a minute. So is that does that mean was blue-collar guy referring to a job in Chicago? Or does the, like does it match up the dates and stuff?
2: It's weird because no, because this is based in like the 30s. <laughs> the guy that was oh, okay. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's an immortal contractor.
2: Yeah,
0: I have. Feeling that uh feeling that Kevin Smith just saw the name somewhere and just like you know what, that actually makes a great gangster
2: name. It's like in um Hamilton where Limeron Miranda saw the name Hercules Mulligan, He's like I have to use that name. It makes <laughs> absolutely no sense at the story, but I have to use the name. Why the hell not? That's an awesome name. <laughs>
1: Plus, it was before the internet, so it's not like anyone could have looked it up, you know, unless you had like a, a gangster encyclopedia at home or something. So it was probably pretty safe.
2: And you know what? It's good to know that I think in the 90s there was no such thing as gangster encyclopedias. <laughs> so we also were noticing in the background of this that out of nowhere, Jay was popping up in the background. And we're like, what is he doing? He's sneaking food in the background of this conversation. He, he's opened a package
0: of those little donuts, and you see him cut to him occasionally stuffing one in his mouth. Oh, well, before the donut,
2: I think he was eating a cream puff. Oh. Before the donuts, yeah. which was weird. And for some reason, even though we're based in New Jersey, he was wearing a San Jose Sharks hat. And I'm not quite sure why. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, my uncle had the shirt for a longest time because he liked the logo. Well, I was
2: just wondering, because we're based in New Jersey, and the guy, like, blue-collar man's wearing a Yankees hat. We had someone wearing a devil's hat earlier. We're having someone later in the movie wearing a devil's jersey, yet we're representing San Jose, California, which is random. Why not? Variety.
1: Well, do we know what um, Jay's, like, background is? Like, maybe his parents are from San Jose, or he lived there for a while, or visited there, or something? Do we know Uh, anything about that, uh
2: as far as I know, if you're basing it on the real J. Muse, he's actually younger than than Silent Bob in the movie, and they were uh-huh. actually and they according to if you based it off of what was it, J. and Silent Bob get um Silent Bob Straight Back? Yeah, they actually grew up together, so they're obviously from the same area. Maybe yeah. it's one of those things where he just liked the logo, because yeah. if I'm right, the San Jose Sharks, Sharks, the San Jose Sharks, had just came into existence, I huh. think, in 1993. If I'm right in my my hockey history and I'm usually pretty good about that. Sort of
0: like how I didn't live in Anaheim but I had a mighty ducks hat for Well a I good be- time. I
2: blame that on the movie. I blame yeah. that more on the movie than even the hockey team.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, the oh yeah plenty of
1: blame to go around. Well
2: said, oh, the San Jose Sharks they started in nineteen ninety three. They filmed this in nineteen ninety three. So that ties in together. Maybe they just really want to represent the brand new team.
0: Yeah. Well he is a giant hockey nut, so
2: True. This is very, very true. I don't know. Do you think I
1: just, Jason Mewes is the kind of guy who was like uh, asking um, uh, Kevin Smith, like, "What? Well, what's? Why am I wearing a jersey? Like, what's my motive? What's what's the story of of my character?" And like, getting behind it, or did he really not care? You
2: know what's funny about Jason, and I know this actually from reading Kevin Smith's one of Kevin Smith's books. Jay, believe it or not, and this is a, this is not a joke, he was actually nervous in front of the camera for this movie. Mm-hmm which is hard to believe yeah. when you think about Jay Mewes now, but he was absolutely terrified in front of the movies where there are times, there are scenes where it's just him and him and Kevin on the screen and they left the camera roll and everybody went inside because okay. he would not perform in front of people. Wow. <laughs>
0: of course, nowadays you can't get him to stop performing. Yeah. We
2: saw, we went through a J. And Bob Get old um, <laughs> podcast recording. And that guy is a lunatic now.
0: <laughs> and too funny to never bring up more than once. Boy, he was obsessed with the Bronze fonts. Yes,
2: that's true. <laughs> he spent almost the entire hour and a half podcast obsessing with that, with, like, various...
0: And one of the positions in Let Us Fuck... Okay, okay. let me explain that first. Yeah.
2: There's a segment of Dan James and Bob old where they actually do Let Us Fuck, where they bring up cus- they bring up people from the crowd, and they do air sex on stage. <laughs>
1: Yeah, wow. I guess he overcame his uh, shyness.
2: Yes, but it's not basic positions. They make up things and then Jay improves them. It's absolutely hysterical. And this is the first time I have ever seen it in person with yeah. this one. And go ahead, Kyle, back to you. And one
0: of them was one of them was something something on the bronze fawn. <laughs> like
2: it's, hmm. it, it's it's so ridiculous, but it's, it made for some hysterical pictures. I have some pictures <laughs> from the event that's like. What the fuck are you I guys just, doing? I, I
0: have the feeling they had to make sure that they were not he wasn't smuggling out parts of the actual bronze fawns when they left the, left the town.
2: <laughs> if I also remember right, at this point, J. Mewes did, did not have any kind of a drug problem yet. Yeah. In well, the world knowledge. Uh-huh. Well, that I know. I'm basically it's on Kevin's books. I yeah. knowledge I'm saying. I'm out of Kevin's biographies. I I have two of his biographies. And I, at first, I know Jay didn't have any drug problems yet. That didn't happen until, I think, Mallrats. <laughs>
1: that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it ties in. He got a little older, and then Kevin left for a bit, and he came back, and Mallrats would be the movie that, even though, if you listen to the commentary track of this movie, the original one, not the second version, the first version, I think Jay fell asleep. Didn't he pass out uh, drunk? Yeah, I think he was actually drinking, and he passed out <laughs> on the commentary track. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow Which is weird <laughs> That might have been a warning sign
2: Yes, that's for sure uh, So, Alex, I have a question for you I asked this to P2 yes. Where do you rank Return of the Jedi With the, with the big original trilogy?
1: Uh, I would say I pretty much go in uh, release order I would say uh, Star Wars is my favorite Empire's next And Jedi is a uh, much Well, fairly distant third, Barely distant third. Of, of the three yeah. I, I, Movies. I,
2: I'm in. I'm in that camp where I don't. I, I don't hate Jedi as much as most people do. I, I don't. I don't see as much of an issue with it as most people have with it.
0: I love the fact that for some reason, people hate the Ewoks. Ewoks. I freaking
2: love them because they actually managed
0: to help take down some rather high tech stuff using only rock, rocks and sticks, mainly because the Empire was not expecting this.
1: Yeah, I see. I wouldn't put that as evidence. That I, I would put that as evidence the other way. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that the Ewoks were able to beat this gigantic army, which had been subjugating the whole galaxy, yeah. and now suddenly, but uh, these guys, uh, these Ewoks, take them down. But you know, I don't hate Return of the Jedi. It's just yeah. compared to the other two, it's just uh, it, there's just a lot of sluggish parts that that uh, you're kind of waiting around.
2: A valid point. A valid yeah. point. I mean, it's not. I always say as as. As part as um the slow Return of the Jedi could be, it's not nearly as bad as like Attack of the Clones, which I know you guys had finished up doing on Star Wars Minute. I felt bad for you guys having to do that movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie.
1: It was uh, it was an interesting uh, experience. I don't I don't regret it. It was uh, it made me appreciate certain things more about Attack of the Clones that I would not have. Same thing with Return of the Jedi. Doing it minute by minute made me appreciate the good parts more and kind of forgive the bad parts. Although, Attack of the Clones, that droid factory scene is. the...
2: Uh, two <laughs> see,
1: weeks of that. <laughs>
0: speaking of Lucas, one I would love to see go through minute by minute would be Radioland Murders. Hmm, wow. Yeah, that's never seen pull. it. At the pull. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's another one of those that my uncle and I saw. saw the because, movie? I don't know the movie. I don't know what it oh, is. Uh, what it is, it's a movie from 1994. Uh, Lucas came up with a story. Story, it uh, actually was. He was actually supposed to do that after American Graffiti graffiti, um, it has to do with a radio station in, in 1939 that's launching to become the fourth major network, and on the night night that night of the premiere, in addition to all the chaos that one would expect happening on an opening night, members of the staff start dropping dead, so it's up to the head writer and his wife to try and f- figure out who's killing killing everyone and why.
2: Wow, that actually sounds interesting, I'm not going to lie, yeah. I've never heard of that movie uh, until now. It was one of those
0: where it came and went rather quickly. Quickly and got savaged by the critics, but it's one of those where when you sit down and watch it, watch it, you wonder why this got savaged because it's actually an incredibly funny movie, got a very top-notch cast, cast including George Burns in his last film role, role, and it's cause it's a nice little nod to all of the screwball slapstick comedies of the '30s. Fair enough,
2: fair enough. Yeah. Hmm.
1: And this is why- when was the last time you saw it? Uh,
0: recently. I recently a couple of days huh. ago. I had. Re- ripped it from uh, a DVD copy that I got to my PSP and I watched it work
1: hmm. and it holds up
0: yes very much so
2: well then that's, that's I've never heard of this till now and he, this is why I have him as my co-host he pulls these out like I, I've never heard of this and he just pulled this out like this would you be interested in
0: me lending you my copy
2: and you can add it to the list of movies that you've offered me when I add it to my list after okay. I have and I have the time. Okay. I always tell you. So anyway, moving on, the only thing other note I have in here, we we are obsessed with the background stuff and like prices mm-hmm. of things and prices of things in the backgrounds. And um, we saw a sign in the back, I wrote it down, it said, Now um, the nuts and fruit snacks are two for a dollar. Which is actually reasonably priced for a convenience store? Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> we we got obsessed. I think it was um recently. We we were there's a board right behind Blue Collar Man with all the prices of the cigarette prices, yeah. and the sodas prices and everything. We got really obsessed with that because we realized how ridiculous the cigarette prices are now compared to then. <laughs> I see
0: visions of the years to come. You will pay you will pay 150 for a ba- pack of cigarettes, and we. Oh, no, 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 it's $1.50. <laughs> a... Oh, no, no, You will pay $10 for a pack of cigarettes and weep hot tears for yesterday.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I should make a note that he works in a casino and they legitimately have a $10 um. A, that... a pack. Bending, a vending a machine. machine. A vending $10 vending machine for cigarettes. There's no change. <laughs>
0: so... so, smokers, if you come to Pato, enjoy getting rammed up the ass for pr- cigarette prices.
2: <laughs> yes, that's true. So on that note, um, I think that's all the notes I have. Um, Kyle, anything else you got for this?
0: I'm just going to restate my position on this. They knew what they were getting into.
2: Yeah, it's um. Well, it says I actually did write down Rufus politic, personal politics to come into play. I do agree. I mean, if I know, if I if I know, am work going to work for a gangster like this? Yeah. I actually would be like, yeah, I, no, no, pass yeah. it, pass the buck. Pass it off to somebody yeah. else.
0: If I, you decide to do this, you know what you're getting into.
1: This is very, very true. It's, so very say, true. it's like
0: the old, like the old saying: "Caveat tour Let the buyer beware.
1: Yes. So, are you guys? So, is your fear that you're going to get killed the way that that Ruford did, or your fear is that you just don't want to get like involved with a? you know like a godfather kind of i may uh, call on you again to do another you know are you worried like, like a week from now he's going to call you up and say hey you have to come bury a body in my backyard or are you both, worried for actually. your physical safety
2: it's a little of both actually i, I don't want to get shot but yeah it's a good point i didn't think about yeah. the getting called up for a favor actually yeah. aspect of that
1: yeah. I mean, just to statis- statistically you're probably not going to get killed because it's not like that happens very frequently, where of like a guy's house gets blown up by a rival mobster or something. You know, but you can probably play the odds and, it, and it come it out ahead on that one.
0: Very likely that you're going to be called up to bury a body.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you might think that might happen more than getting blown up. Oddly enough.
0: Yeah, it's one of those where if you find yourself up at 3 in the morning helping to bury a corpse, it's time to re-examine your life choices. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I'd be, I'd be more worried that, like, if I did a, a bad job, if I did a job, and then he was like, yeah, you know what, I don't like this. Take up all these tiles and put down different ones, and then, like, you know, and don't charge me for it. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, now I'm, you know, I'd just be worried financially that he would take advantage of me, more so than, uh, than like, risk to my physical safety.
0: I'd be worried that if I re- refuse without getting paid that i wind up fighting a horse's head in my bed
2: (laughs) well it's funny you you mentioned um, you mentioned um moving a dead body i just i just finished a little spoiler alert to people i had just finished recently watching riverdale season one yeah and there's a big deal in there where someone actually unwillingly knew was told to i need you to take care of this and he walked in and it was the guy was shot and he has to move out take care of this dead body out of nowhere and suddenly he's being arrested for murder even though he had nothing to do with it (laughs) he had nothing to do with the murder he's his cleanup job sounds like something
1: classic
0: archie
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's a great show i didn't expect that that show was a
0: great show sounds like something out of tales from the crypt Yeah,
2: well, uh, I never said the show wasn't weird. I just said the show was good. (laughs) Well, knowing how weird the show is, how
0: did did they not offer Jughead to finish to uh, eat the evidence?
2: No, (laughs) Jughead is Jughead is right now in a a, his um his father actually was the one that hit the body.
1: (laughs) Wow, Wow. I've never ever seen Jughead's parents in the comics. Yeah,
2: his father ends up his father his is actually one of the heads of a biker gang in Riverdale.
1: Does his father always wear like a signature headpiece, the way like a like a motorcycle helmet, the way Jughead always wears his little uh, crown hat?
2: No, but he does have a nice. They do have nice jackets with really cool logos on the back. That all match the gang so, so this is Archie beats Sons of Anarchy it's definitely interesting and then there's like then he ends up dating Veronica it's a whole weird storyline it's weird this sounds,
0: this sounds like
2: fan fiction by somebody who really loves
0: Jughead or
2: it's just a fun show that that's on the CW because it's a CW program that's on in the background yeah. of superhero shows <laughs> like
0: Archie beats David Lynch <laughs>
2: Anyway, is is it the third time I brought up Riverdale on this podcast at this point? <laughs> Can you tell when we recorded this I was watching the show? Like, <laughs> no, no, we couldn't. So, anyway, let's, let's actually start wrapping this up
1: then. Alex, well, I, I, have one more thing to, I have one more thing. Go effectuate for it. About this minute. Go for it. Uh, he mentions uh, the, the contractor guy who I think might be among the weakest actor in a movie filled with weak actors. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He says he works for Done and Ready Home Improvement, and right. uh, in chasing Amy, when they go to uh, the building that the bank holdup studios is, I haven't seen Chasing Amy for decades, so I don't remember. But apparently, they're on the third floor. Done and Ready Home is one of Home Improvements is one of the tenants in that same building. So, uh.
2: why am I not surprised that Kevin would actually be that consistent? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this doesn't surprise me whatsoever that he would do that because i looked it up it is not a real thing but i would not be yeah. shocked if he kept his continuity going yeah. <laughs> whatsoever i'm, I'm a
1: booker to the end
2: yeah i, I agree with that 100 percent that's a good catch because i did not think about that because i looked it up and i knew it wasn't a real place but that does sound like something he would do
1: I assumed it was just, like, friends of his that he was kind of, like, giving a shout-out to or something, you know? But, that wouldn't uh,
2: surprise me. Anyhow, yeah. anyhow, we've already, so far in the movie, we've seen Scott Mosier, who is his producer, on in the movie twice, yeah. at two different characters. Wow. And, and Walt Flanagan twice at this yeah. point as well. Like, we've seen these guys twice already.
1: Now, are you sure they're different characters?
2: <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, Kevin has said that, actually. They, they, they just show up as, like, five different characters throughout the movie. <laughs>
1: So it's not like the same character just wearing different disguises because he's stalking Dante or something.
2: No, at one point, I, you don't even see Walt's face at one point. We were joking around that. I think we said that. I think Walt had a kid, so that's why he was standing there holding Huggy. So I think it was his real-life yeah. personality. <laughs> one I'm of those like, things. Quartz
0: goes into single white female
2: territory. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> I'm actually... Looking up the um, chasing Amy thing as we're talking, and actually, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. That someone actually freeze framed that, and you're right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh well, so yeah. good
2: catch, good catch on that. Very nice.
1: <laughs> so movies by minutes.
2: And movies by minutes. That's a very good point. Well done. <laughs> you get a gold star for today. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, I think we got everything here. Um, Alex, we'll throw it to you for your plugs. You got two two movie by minute podcast you're in the middle of so go right ahead
1: yes i um am the co-host of star wars minute which is doing what you for star the star wars movies what you guys are doing for uh clerks and then i uh recently started another one godfather minute as you mentioned uh, i do that one with my brother and that's where we go through the godfather minute by minute and uh, that's only one episode a week so it's gonna take us it's gonna take us a long time to get through this thing
2: I'm ask you that because we're doing three days a week <clears throat> yeah wow. mm-hmm. we're doing three days a week what made your decision to do it as a weekly show
1: well mostly it was because of my brother's schedule he uh has uh, a, a job that makes him very busy so the our we can't necessarily record as frequently as will be required for a five days a week or three days a week show and uh We figured there's no rush, so uh, what the heck. And plus also once – like right now, Star Wars Minute is on hiatus, so uh, I don't know if I could do two week podcasts uh, simultaneously. So we're doing Godfather Minute more like a marathon, a long, steady pace rather than the the relative sprint of the – five days a week and so it'll take us like four years to get to godfather 2
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh we're in it for the long haul
2: hey, you know what that's absolutely fine it's actually nice on sunday morning to wake up to oh i got a nice 25 and 25 minute podcast listening to on sunday morning it's actually <laughs> really nice
1: <laughs> so, yeah as someone whose um uh, podcast your- feed is is has like you know 10 gigabytes of unlistened to podcasts i thought people might appreciate a kind of one and done uh, thing
2: it's very very so. true
0: and be thankful you're not doing the extended versions of the Lord of the Rings.
2: Oh
1: yeah, we, oh, dis- yeah. we discussed that
2: recently, <laughs> and how I re- I, mean, I feel bad for the Lord of the Rings minute guys. I really do. If feel you're bad lucky it you might get
0: halfway through the extended version of Fellowship in about oh a decade.
2: Well, we were we were saying how we we're doing two movies. We we're doing this at Clerks 2. and combined they are shorter than Lord of the Rings Fellowship Extended Edition.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> so that says something right there. <laughs> so all right. On that note, thank you so much, Alex, for coming on. This was a lot of fun and really, oh, really cool. Oh, my pleasure. So, we are part of the Filling the Void Podcast Network. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we're on Patreon. Everything's at Clerks Minute. We have t-shirts at Public. We're all over the place. Find us and help us out. support the show. We're, we're doing the Patreon show where we're talking about the cartoon Clerks animated series. At this point, we're on episode two. We're doing a monthly show and if you help us out, we can grow that into almost a weekly show. So, people, please support our Patreon page. Um, on that note, thank you so much for joining us for Star Wars Week. This was a lot, a lot of fun. Thank you to Alex, Peter Retail, and Jason Powell for joining us this week on Star Wars Week. This was great. And on that note, thank you so much for listening to the Clerks Minute. I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. Have a good day, everybody. Babyface, Bambino. Noice, noice, smoke smoking weed, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers,
1: beers, beers, rolling baddies, smoking blunts, who smokes the blunts, who smoke the blunts, rolling blunts and smoking.